Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today our study under the heading of the right kind of faith is titled Biblically Defining Lordship. It is often said that he who defines the terms wins the argument. Historically, many have claimed that tying any concept of lordship to salvation amounts to a work salvation, but that is not what the Bible teaches. In truth, the Bible links true saving faith to the lordship reality of Christ. It's a matter of the nature of saving faith. And a true saving faith personally appropriates the truth of Jesus for who he is as Lord and Savior. Note the biblical evidence. A. In John 20, verse 28, Thomas said to Jesus, My Lord and my God. And Jesus responded by saying, Thomas, you're into a work salvation. Repent. No, 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 no. Jesus responded by saying he had believed. John 20, 29. This is what it means to believe. To recognize Jesus as my Lord. My God. Note the word my. It must be personal. The point of the book of John is to bring us to the point that we might believe in Jesus for who he is. This is the purpose statement. This is the purpose as revealed in the climax of the book, as seen in John 20, verses 28 through 31. B. The word believe is always used as a verb in the Gospel of John, signifying its active nature. In other words, that which is more than mere passive mental assent. C. Acts 16.31 says, Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Note, we are to believe on him as Lord. On the Lord Jesus Christ. The type of faith that applies to him as Jesus, meaning God's Savior, applies to his lordship as well. Note that his lordship was very obviously manifested in the earthquake just prior to the salvation message being given in Acts 16. And then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, Acts 16.32. Note, the word of the Lord. They spoke the word of the Lord to him. The word of the Lord was about the Lord who had just shaken the prison to its foundations. And finally the text says, he believed in God. Quote, believed in God, Acts 16.34. He had come to believe in Jesus as his Lord God. D. In reference to Jesus, the Bible constantly tells us to believe in or on him and not merely about him. The emphasis in the Gospels is to believe in him for who he is and not just believe in his work, all important as it was, is. Prior to the cross, the overwhelming emphasis in the Gospels is Christ's presentation of himself to the nation of Israel on the basis of who he was as the divine human Messiah. At the height of his earthly ministry, just before turning his emphasis to the cross, Jesus asked the disciples, quote, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? In short, the answer was, One of the prophets. But Peter under inspiration, responded by saying, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Matthew 16, verses 13 through 16. 
Christ then said it was this rock truth, if you will, this rock truth that he would build his church on, Matthew 16, 17, and 18. This emphasis of recognizing Jesus for who he is as the Messiah Lord harmonizes with John's purpose statement where he says, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing you may have life in his name, John 20, 31. You see, both the confession of Peter, Matthew 16, 16, and the purpose statement of John, John 20, 31, harmonize perfectly in making the issue the personal appropriation of who Jesus is as the divine Messiah. E, in the New Testament, in reference to all believers, Christ is constantly referred to as our Lord. He is not seen to be the Savior of all believers and Lord of only some. Never. F, in the New Testament, Christ is shown to be Lord over all. The unbeliever rejects the truth of this, but the believer certainly adheres to it. It's called faith. G, in places such as 2 Timothy 3, 7 and Titus 1, 1, the English rendering of the word knowledge is the translation of a Greek word that carries with it the idea of full knowledge. Full knowledge. This is the sense of personal or experiential knowledge in accordance with godliness in contrast to mere intellectual assent. Compare 2 Peter 2.20. H. Salvation involves confession of Christ as Lord as the mouth tells on the heart. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Paul said that apart from the Holy Spirit, no one can say that Jesus is Lord. But that's involved in salvation. I. Even demons intellectually and emotionally acknowledge the one true God, but they have no heart allegiance to the Lordship of Jesus. James 2.19 Let's illustrate the issue. In terms of the work of Christ, history, Jesus died and rose again. That's factual. Theology, Jesus died for sin and rose again. Objective, salvation. Jesus died for my sin and rose again. Personal. Let's talk about the person. History. A man called Jesus claimed to be God. Factual. Theology. A man called Jesus is God. Objective. Salvation. A man called Jesus is my God. Personal. Let's put them both together. History. A man called Jesus claimed to be God. Died. Factual. Theology, a man called Jesus is God who died for sin. Objective. And salvation, a man called Jesus is my God who died for my sin. Personal. Note, a true saving faith combines both the personhood and the work of Christ on the cross into one view. Both truths are a part of the salvation message and must be personally applied and appropriated in a personal sense in order for saving faith to take place. Lord and Savior is an indissoluble package. Even the very name Jesus, which which emphasizes him being Savior, literally means Yahweh is salvation or God Savior. 
This is who Jesus is. He is God. He is Savior. Saving faith appropriates him for who he is. So this is my definition of saving faith. Saving faith is personally embracing the Lord Jesus Christ for who he is and for what he has done. That's it. Saving faith is personally embracing the Lord Jesus Christ for who he is and for what he has done. He is the God-man, our Lord and Savior. As Savior, he died for all of our sins. As Lord over all, he rose again and ever lives. That's the gospel. Died for our sins, rose again. As Savior died for our sins, as Lord over all, rose again. Saving faith embraces both concepts of Lord and Savior in a personal way from the heart. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. 